Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Aljamain Sterling, who is coming off of a win against Henry Cejudo to defend his Bantamweight Championship, and because of this defense, he has set the record in the UFC for most consecutive UFC Bantamweight title defenses at three, and... Oh, goodness, how funny is this? You know, not only funny that, you know, Aljamain was someone that a lot of people have been doubting for a majority of his career, but I see a lot of parallels between his career as an MMA fighter and my career as a body language expert because so many people are doubting, you know, and it happened again prior to this fight. People were just saying... Keon, you know, you are going to mess this one up. You're not going to get this pick. I'm going to bet on Henry. If Keon picks one guy, I pick the other guy because Keon gets it wrong. And, you know, look where we're at again. And this time, I'm not going to lie, this was a very hard body language video to make, not only because of the two characters who are in this stare down, Aljamain Sterling and Henry Cejudo, two cringe kings who like to put on an act and like to delve into that cringiness. It was hard to not only look past all of the acting and see what was really going on, but it was also hard to make this video because I'm telling you, I've been very busy. I've been doing a lot of things outside of my channel. And I'm like, man, I don't think I'll have a time to make this video this week i might have to disappoint some people and just not make it but i said you know what no that's not gonna happen and i went through a battle of sorts where i had to display a lot of courage and get this video done when a lot of circumstances around me were keeping me away from doing it i said no i gotta do it i gotta share my gifts i got to share my talents to the world and that's what i did i did that i i would have understood if i was wrong for this one to be honest and it would have been my first defeat but even during all of these circumstances i'm able to get the pick right and i don't know i don't know what it's going to take for the people who don't believe in my gifts to start believing because I am basically 6-0 now, 7-0. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I keep getting it every time. And the times where people are saying, oh, you didn't get it. <sighs> Man, like out of all the circumstances that happens and the ones that I didn't get, like you have to admit it's a no contest. It's definitely not an L. So there's a couple of no contests there, but they're understandable no contests. But aside from that, I'm just getting it right. Every prediction is just on point by me. And, you know, people say, why don't you charge what you're doing here? You have a gift. You can teach people. You can start charging on picks, just predictions in general, because you're so spot on and you know, I want to do this for free and I want to just show everyone with a little bit of courage, you can get far in this world. And that's what's happening with me right now. I'm just 
remaining courageous throughout all of this. You know, there's times where I admit I would be scared, but I say, you know what? Forget this. I'm not scared. I'm not scared at all. I have courage. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get it right. And that's what happened with this one at UFC 288 with Aljamain Sterling and Henry Cejudo. Aljamain Sterling, he is still the bantamweight champion, doubted for so long. I've been doubted for so long, but we reign supreme. We are at the top. We are displaying our courage to the grandest scale. And with Aljamain Sterling, man, you know, I already know that people are making excuses in regards to this win where it's like, okay, you beat Henry Cejudo, who was out for three years. Uh, it was a close fight. It could have went to Henry. It's like, it, it's still not an impressive win. This is a very impressive win. And now people are calling Aljo a split decision king. It's like, yeah, a split decision to the best guys out there. There's no shame in that. As long as it's a win, I think it counts and this win over henry cejudo was a big one because henry cejudo showed up in this fight he really showed why he is considered as one of the greatest and man you know it, it was a very close fight you can't say that it was a robbery but by the end of it i thought to myself it could either go to aljo it could either go to henry or it could be a draw but i was leaning more towards aljo because i was like you know Usually in the, these situations, it's it's the the old saying of you got to beat the champ in order to become the champ. And, you know, when a fight is that close, it, it tends to lean more towards the champion. So that's why I said, you know, I think they're going to give it to Aljo, but I wasn't going to be upset with any other result, to be honest. I, I thought draw could have been the case as well because heading into that fifth round i had it 2-2 i thought aljo won rounds one and four and henry won rounds two and three that's how i was scoring it and then going into the the fifth round it was even and then that fifth round was very even as well because you had aljo connecting with some nice leg kicks early in that round and then by the end of it henry secured that takedown and i was like oh damn you know Aljo looked close to winning that one and I would have been more confident without that takedown but then that takedown happened and I was like okay this is very close it could be a draw but in the end it was Aljo aside from that um yeah the first and fourth rounds I gave it to Aljo because he was just he was doing very good with those kicks man like his kicks were very impressive especially to the legs um he secured a couple of takedowns in this fight um overall his movement on the feet was just so awkward and it looked like henry was having troubles at times keeping up with it and i think the biggest indicator of this fight was the the damage done you saw henry's face by then it was busted up not too badly but busted up and then you look at aljo it looks like he just he didn't even get out of a fight which was like it was crazy to me so in general, I thought um, Aljo did a little bit more to get the win. But like I said, Henry did a lot as well. Secured takedowns, had some moments on the feet. And, you know, man, like looking back at it, I could fully see a case as to why Henry Cejudo won. So 
by the end when it was announced Aljo won, I kind of felt bad for Henry, man. I was like, shit, imagine coming back after this long, being so close to doing it, and then you're unable to do it. And he, he talked big before this fight. He said, uh, I'm going to get passed through Aljo easily and then go on to defend my belt against Sean and then go up and fight Volkanovski. But Clearly, his plans are de- derailed after this defeat, and it sucks. You you could see the disappointment from Triple C, and you know I, I hate seeing that because you you could tell the guy really wanted he had a plan set and he wanted to fo- uh, follow through with it, but because of this defeat, it it changes the entire trajectory of what he wanted to do. So it sucks to see. I'll probably talk about more talk more about uh, Henry in another video, but. In regards to Aljo, Aljo, third third straight title defense, which is absolutely hilarious when we consider how this guy went from winning the belt via disqualification and now he is the most winning bantamweight champion in the UFC, in UFC history, defended his belt three consecutive times and it's like you, you you look at this division you have greats like Dominic Cruz uh Henry Cejudo TJ Dillashaw and then Aljamain Sterling you you can't deny that he's up there in a way now because yeah he just broke a record that many great fighters couldn't break so where does this put Aljamain Sterling is he the goat now is he at the top of 135 of all time and personally i don't think so i think he is just right below dominic cruz i think he needs to uh get a little maybe two one or two more title defenses and then i'll i'll put aljo as the goat if he retires at the top at 135 i think it's gonna be hard to say that he's not the goat of the ufc bantamweight division um yeah, I say two more, like one against Sean O'Malley and then one against, I don't know. I wish he, he'd fight Marab, honestly. I know they're boys and everything, but how great would it be if those two fought? That would be such a fun fight. But um, I don't know. I think one or two title defenses, it will make me consider him as the GOAT over Dominic Cruz. It's just so hard to overcome Dominic Cruz in regards to this greatest of all time bantamweight champion bantamweight i guess um debate because man dominic cruz is just so good you know so um i don't know what aljo has to do next but i do think he is a solid second right behind dominic cruz let's talk about what's next for aljo it's clear that he's going to be defending his championship against sean o'malley and you know i'm looking forward to that fight i know a lot of people are overlooking sean right away but i think it's going to be a tough fight for aljamain sterling because um sean o'malley he's a hungry fighter right now he has a lot of momentum behind him after after his last win against piotr jan so i don't know i think it's going to be a close fight to be honest um but i still favor aljo in that um they had sean come into the cage and they basically cut a promo inside the cage i think it's useless i don't like when the ufc does that and they usually don't do this so i don't know why they did it for this one but oh man when marab took sean o'malley's coat like i was dying of laughter i'm like yo what is this guy doing this is hilarious i love it this is great and 
just causes more commotion because he jumps on the cage with Sean's jacket. Sean gets mad at it, and it's like, you know, for a lot of people that uh, that that was a highlight of the night. And I don't think it was a highlight of the night, but it definitely was up there for one of the highlights of the night. So I, I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. I'll talk more about that because there's just so much to dissect in what Marab did. But um, yeah, in general. Aljamain Sterling, he did a, an amazing job in this fight. Very close fight, but no shame in having a close fight against one of the greatest combat sports athletes of all time in Henry Cejudo. So three title defenses as the bantamweight champion, broke a record. It's crazy when I see people still doubting Aljamain Sterling. I think he has proven time and time again how great he is as a champion and as a champion of a division that many consider as the greatest division in the UFC today. So, man, well done to Aljamain Sterling. I look forward to his next fight against Sean O'Malley. I think he could win that fight. I think it's a very favorable matchup for him. He will out-wrestle Sean O'Malley. I think Sean will have success on the feet in that fight and give... Aljo troubles, but in the end, I see Aljo coming out with the win in that fight. But what do you think? What were your thoughts on Aljamain Sterling's performance at UFC 288? What's next for him in regards to his fight against Sean O'Malley? Who's your pick for that fight? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you on my next one. Bye-bye.